What's up, my miners of intelligence and consciousness? I'm Rick Brooks, and this is Rick's Mind. As always, I'm scowling the internet, and I uh, happen to be lucky enough to be sent some material from a comedian called Patrick Murray. And I was like, this motherfucker is hilarious. I'm going to see if I can get him on my show. And here he is. What's up, Patrick? How's it going, everybody? Good to be here. Happy to have you, man. So real quick, dude, like how how long have you been in the stand-up game? Seven years. Damn. Yeah. Still new. According to everything I know about the industry, it it takes it takes a while to get rolling in that, man. So and are you like and what made you decide you wanted to be a stand up comedian? Uh well, I was living in Los Angeles. And I had come home and I had literally no prospects, no future seemingly in my eyes. And I had a bunch of friends who were just like, you're really funny. You should try this out. And I signed up for an open mic drunkenly and fell in love. You know, it just I was looking for a hobby, something new, you know? Yeah, dude. Yeah. So where where did you end up doing your first open mic at? Uh, Crackers Comedy Club up in Broad Ripple. It's a neighborhood in Indianapolis that is no longer there. Uh, they moved downtown. Okay, and and uh, how did it how did it go? Day one, it actually didn't go too terribly. Uh, I mean, in hindsight, I would say that if I pulled that shit now, it would be bad. But <laughs> I got like a good reaction. Uh, people were coming up to me telling me that I did great, but. Uh, looking back, I, I made a lot of mistakes. Like I brought my note cards up there and I was like staring at my notes while I was talking into the mic. I had my sunglasses on trying to be like Mitch Hedberg or some shit, just like a (laughs) lot of, a lot of faux pas. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like the note card faux pas. Uh, cause I would have been doing the exact same thing. I don't think I have the balls to be a stand up comedian, just you're just very vulnerable. And I, one of my favorite things to do was go to open mics. Cause you would get some gems. Like you would get some people that were just really naturally good at it. And then you would get like, like my stomach would flip and I'd want to, I'd want to get sick. Cause there was this one girl that came in. I'll never forget this. And she was trying to tell this joke. And she's like, you guys don't get this? Like, really? You don't get it? Like, like <laughs> taking it out on us. And everyone's just staring Aww. in silence. I'm like, I'm covering my eyes because I'm just like, oh, no. She's like, you really don't understand? And <laughs> it, it was terrible. It was oh, terrible. No, that it's, poor girl. Yeah, it's rough. It's rough. I've, it's brutal. I've seen some crazy breakdowns on open mic stages before. Just like people like therapy wasn't helping them and they just fucking let loose like Uh, what i've seen people bring crowbars on stage and like smash at the ground because they had some domestic issues with their boyfriend like that was really intimidating oh shit like i saw a dude uh jump on stage because he didn't get on the mic he didn't get on the open mic uh, and he jumped on stage. His girlfriend had just broken up with him and kicked him out of the house. He was living in his van with his cats. And he gets on stage and takes the mic from a guy who was like about to actually do his thing. Mm-hmm. And then just ranted about how he was fucking uh, 
living in a van with his cats and how nothing mattered. And then, <laughs> you know, everybody booed him, which probably didn't help his mental state. And oh. he uh, moved away to Virginia. So I don't know. He's probably fine. <laughs> <laughs> Do, I, I, uh, but there's nothing like it. There was this one comedian. I think he, I, I don't know his name, but he, he opened up by just saying the babies to be over and over and over and over again. And then he would like change his inflection and then he went off onto this rant and I'm, I'm in tears. Cause I mean, sometimes if you say something enough times, it just becomes funny cause it's ridiculous. Um, <clears throat> and then, I mean, I'll never forget that guy. I wish I could have remembered a bit of his set, but that's one of the things I'm looking forward to as we start opening up is like eventually being able to take my girl and check out some open mics. Cause you get uh, um, just different styles. You get to see some of the guys from the local Portland scene kind of work yeah. things out and oh, yeah. uh, tighten their sets up. And you find out about these like really weird comedy shows that, that people are doing. Some of them are not good, but anything, any, any type of like independent art, I'm like pretty down for, you know, it, 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 I'm always looking for new shit. Do you do any like writing? Like, I mean, like what is your, kind of your creative process when it comes to like fleshing out material uh you know it starts with just getting stoned i get stoned and i watch television and then <laughs> thoughts just come to my head and i'll post them on facebook and if they do well on facebook they're going to the stage that is like the, it's the simplest writing process but it works for me i like uh, that yeah you let the people the the real boss decide the people you know yeah, what, exactly. what is funny exactly. and 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 then you kind of you get up on stage and you sort of flesh it out so are you i mean obviously covid sort of it fucked everyone especially oh yeah especially the comedians it was very difficult are you now that things are opening up are you able to find work things are starting to fill up again which is nice uh, there's a lot of, because it's springtime, uh, there's a lot of outdoor shows that are opening up. So we're starting to be able to get more work. Uh, I get my first dose of the vaccine tomorrow. So I'm looking forward to, once I'm fully vaccinated, traveling as much as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Then that's the, that's the move. Or now who, because you, I mean, what, I, what John sent me prior to our show, I'm assuming that that was a special and, 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 are you touring? Like, are you once this is? Are you gonna tour? Uh, good lord, I would like to. Um, I think what John sent you. Did you send him my album? Is that what you sent him? So yeah, I did. I sent him. I <clears throat> had him listen to that because the uh, the what did the save the password reset joke? Yeah, is enough. Was enough for me. That had that was killing me the whole time. I uh, I recorded that the february uh february 2020 so like right before lockdown started is when i recorded that mm-hmm. um and yeah i mean i had planned a tour for the summer i was actually going to be following a, a local band as they traveled around the midwest opening for them uh but it didn't pan out obviously and i would like to get back to that to be yeah. honest yeah, yeah, man, because that's a that's a great way to see the com- the country and you know spread spread awareness of of your art. Yeah, I'm trying to to get in with the music scenes more because uh, you know there's a lot of music festivals that uh, employ comedians like Bonnaroo does, and I've been a part of a few smaller ones that have employed me, 
And it's just, it's a lot less competition because a lot of comedians don't know that you can just go work music festivals or you can tour with bands. You know, it's kind of an untapped market. I'd rather fight for that than fight for comedy club spots. You know, it's a Mm -hmm. lot more frequent paychecks. I get to travel a lot more. And plus, I'm a fucking deadhead, man. Uh, I'm going to be at those things anyway. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's the way to go, dude. Yeah, and that's and that's a that's a very smart way, uh, especially not seeking out competition. Now, do you you are are you aware? I'm assuming you're up to speed with the mass exodus of comics from LA into Texas. Yeah, largely. Uh, I am aware of this. I'm actually planning on moving to Los Angeles around this time, 2022, and the reason is because all of these comics are moving to Austin, Texas. Uh, L.A. is always going to be L.A., you know? Uh, Hollywood is always going to be there. It's going to be the entertainment hub no matter what happens. So I figured if all these comedians are leaving, going to Austin, Texas, I'll go to L.A. where everything will still be there and still be the same. Maybe I have a bigger leg up, you know? That's not a bad plan. That's not a bad plan. Uh, do you ever worry, though, about, you know, the the, the old phrase, iron sharpens iron, right? So if you're, mm-hmm. you've got to follow these guys that are killing, right, absolutely mm-hmm. killing, it's going to make you elevate your comedy. I mean, I'm sure there's there's still killers. And I mean, I know Burt Kreisler still lives in L.A. Bill Burr is still there. I don't think he's moving to Texas. So yeah. you still are going to have those killers for sure. And I and I can't speak to the local scene or the up and coming comedians because I don't live there. Mm-hmm. Well, I know a lot of the more up and coming ones out there as well, and I don't think I'll have a problem of still having to go against killers. You know, that's still going to be an issue, especially when you're in LA and Hollywood. I think I'll be able to grow pretty well out there, at least more than I will here in Indianapolis. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, also, I I want to get into like acting. I want to produce music for like movies and TV shows and commercials. I just feel like there's more opportunity out there for someone in the entertainment industry. 100%, man. That's, that's the Mecca that I mean, LA, New York, right? Those are, yeah. those, that's what everyone yeah. thinks of. And I fuck think- the snow. So like, <laughs> <you know. laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's the place to be. LA is one of those, those weird places to where every time I'm down there, I feel like anything's possible. I feel like I'm five minutes away from being famous. Like that, You don't have that feeling in really any other parts of the country other than those two, in my opinion. Yeah. Which, is, which is awesome, man. And so 2022, you're planning on moving out there. Like mm-hmm. You were there for a while before you moved back. Mm-hmm. I think we were talking about that off show. How long were you out there prior? To I was there for a couple of years. I went out there for school. Uh, I was trying to do, I did, I did do some film school out there Mm -hmm. and then I worked in the film industry for a little bit, but I was doing such bottom tier fucking bullshit that I was not making. And once I stopped getting student loans, I I was unable to afford living in Los Angeles. Oh yeah. Um, and they were still paying me like minimum wage to get people coffee Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't do this. I'm just going to go home. I'm going to regroup and like, you know, and I did. It took seven years, but I figured it out. Yeah, dude, you figured it out. And now you're yeah. you're back with vengeance. Yeah. 2022. Yeah. Road trip across a road trip across America to L.A. I know. I'm Empty. excited. No less comedians now. Everyone's going to be hungry. I'm, I'm, I'm. I think that some of the is a is like the comedy store and a and a few other of those quintessential mm-hmm. clubs. Have they opened back up? I, I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Uh, 
I, I think they have. I think they might be doing some like outdoor shit too. Oh, dude, that would be nice. That yeah. would be nice. I'm ready for it to be like, I think everyone is, uh, I'm just so ready for coronavirus to be over, dude. Get vaccinated. Everybody get vaccinated, you know? Get the microchip. Who cares? Just. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I don't under necessarily understand why people are so scared to get vaccinated. Because, like, especially if you do drugs. Like, you're going to put foreign substances into your body and not think twice about that, but... They read things on the internet and they think, oh, I'm smart because I can read. And turns out, not the case. A lot of dummies can read. Lots. Lots of dummies. I can't. <laughs> we've uh, we very much continuously over the last couple of weeks feel like we've talked about how shocked we are and how stupid people are. Nowadays. Oh, I'm not and shocked how at crazy all. Everything. I'm not it's sh- more. My, my thing was always just like. I have like finite confirmation. I, I I guess I always thought average intelligence was just like maybe a skosh higher and it's like bottom feeder level. It's insane. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. People are dumb. And the more, uh, the more we make everything easier for people, uh, the dumber that they're going to be because they can get away with it and you know, whatever, like at some point it'll get to, uh, a point where like technology will stop causing people to be dumb and it'll just kind of benefit everybody. Like maybe if we get to like star Trek level, but that's going to take at least another nuclear war. (laughs) Another nuclear war. Well, I guess Uh, just the first one, I guess we haven't had a nuclear war. We had one where we were just like, look at our bombs, but that was it. Like we didn't know. Now, now everybody has the bomb and now no one could, no one could launch it. Fun fun fact: There was this uh, like a an uh, like a conscientious objector type character. Right after we dropped the first bomb, he's like, "We should just drop it on Russia right now, end <sighs> communism, and just let just fucking level that place so we can have world peace." And this guy was like, "Again, is against all wars." See if you can find that character. Don't know his name, Demarco. Just type in like conscientious objector argues for nuclear use against russia 1950s or 60s true story and uh you know maybe he was right no no definitely definitely not (laughs) definitely not but um yeah so um while he's looking that up uh, i wanted to ask you like who are your comedy heroes who inspired and influenced you to pursue this craft Oh, man. Well, I guess I'll start with the dead ones. Uh, George Carlin was probably the first comedian I ever heard. Uh, when my when my parents divorced and I moved in with my dad to Lafayette, Indiana, while he was taking me to my new life, he put on a George Carlin album. No idea what it is. I've been trying to find out which one it was my whole life. No idea. Mm. Uh, and he's dead now, so I can't ask him. Uh, (laughs) but uh yeah uh i think that was the first time i'd ever really like listened to stand up and i was just like it's crazy that you can just make a living off telling jokes right uh and then and then in like middle school and high school i started listening to a dude named mitch hedberg and i think that that guy really influenced me most of the time i think major the majority of my influence comes from him 
Mitch Hedberg. I even look like a fat version of him, you know? <laughs> you know, I see um, it. So I, I looked up, I can't find, uh, I can find how there's a lot of evidence that people are pointing to that they think that the bombing in Hiroshima and Nagasaki had nothing to do with Japan, obviously nothing to do with Japan's <laughs> uh, capabilities. It had everything to do with trying to discourage Russia from expanding east. But I can't find, uh, I can't find the person that you're referencing. Damn it. I'll do some digging. I'll I'll keep looking. Thank you. But so Mitch Hedberg, that was the, the he was a dude that died of heroin, right? And he used to he, just, yeah. he used to tell like one liners, like that yep. was his thing. Okay, I know who you're talking about then. Yeah. Um, he he was good. So you got Mitch Hedberg. We got George Carlin. Who else? Uh, well, currently, I'd say my favorite comedian right now is a guy named Chad Daniels. Very very funny. He's been on Conan and uh comedy central i think uh very very funny comedian uh really great guy too uh you guys should definitely check him out sometime when you get a chance i'll I'll check out chad daniels i saw um there was this like british dude that just made a joke about the the prince or the I don't know, but Queen Elizabeth, Queen of Prince Philip. Yeah. Yeah. He made a joke about him like an hour after he died. Do you watch that? (laughs) I have not. Oh, so he may, uh, I'll have to, I'll have uh, John send you the clip, but he made a joke about an hour after he died. And then the audience like held their phones up and they're like, no, he's dead. And he's like, to be honest, not surprised. Surprised it took that fucking long, and then he just went off on a like a, like a ten minute rant, like set of his yeah, life. Dude. Fuck the monarchy. It sounds like something I would do. Yeah, honestly, it was great. It was those great. people. Those people globalized the slave trade. Fuck them. <laughs> Did they? How many? How many genocides have they carried out? Just like to throw that. I know that my family's been in one, involved in one. So like. All of them, like the the royal family, they're just descendants of literally everything bad. You know, like white privilege, it's their fault. They invented it. <laughs> they're the descendants of the invention of white privilege. Let them all fucking burn. I don't it's, give a shit. It's like, uh, you know, Meghan Merkel or whatever. Like, they're racist. No fucking no shit. shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Duh. Did you just figure this out? Like, I can't believe that was a big interview. I was like, why don't you tell us something we don't know? Like, children, they probably fuck. My favorite favorite part was uh, them, like, you know, complaining about everything going on, about how they're, like, you know, they've cut, they don't pay their salary anymore. They're cut off. They're living off of uh, Harry's trust fund from his (laughs) mother. Meanwhile, they're sitting in this, like, picturesque villa with Oprah. And it's like, oh God, I feel so bad for you. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, truth be told, truth be told, gents, I didn't watch that interview because it. I thought it would bore me to death. It is pretty boring. You watched yeah, it. It was just a lot of confirmation you would have expected already. That's 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 nutty. I oh, I may, maybe I'll maybe I'll give it a, a watch, but I just figured it was stuff that I already knew. Plus, I mean. I was going to say, like, you know, if that was an issue, why would you marry into it? And it's like, shit, she's a princess, dog. Like, that's every yeah. that's every girl's dream. Like, I'm yeah. set for life, shit. son. I'm over it. <clears throat> but um, so we got that. The new. So that guy that we just named, he is. What was it? Remind me of his name again. Prince J- J- Philip. No, 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 no. The comedian. 
Chad Daniels. Chad, I was gonna say it was. I would have butchered that. Chad Daniels. That's so. That's a, a guy you're kind of looking up to right now. Yeah, I uh, I got to uh, open up for him the last time he was in Indy, which was super awesome. Oh, uh, nice, dude. Yeah, we had a pretty good time. Nice. You get to hang out with him in the green room. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've hung out with him a few times because I anytime he's in like Cincinnati, Bloomington, Indianapolis, I always go and see him and he always hangs out after the show. So like I've gotten to like hang out with him a few times. So he knew who I was. So it was like not super awkward or weird. Yeah. Yeah. And probably passing on any little bits of wisdom. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't really like to talk comedy that much with the people I'm working with. I know that sounds weird, but sometimes it's kind of nice to just have normal conversations with people, dude. You know? Yeah, man. I mean, that's your job. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, it's your job. It's, it's your job. So I would imagine, like, I don't want to talk about my day job because it, quite frankly, it bores the shit out of me. (laughs) Right. You know? Well, and it's interesting to learn about these people who are like, you know, traveling all over the country, making money doing this. It's interesting to learn their personalities, their hobbies, the things they like to do outside of this, you know, who they are as a person. I like to know the people, not just their something I could read about them on Wikipedia. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, that actually makes a lot of sense. Plus that that probably makes them feel a lot more comfortable around you. Yeah, You know, like they're probably like, well, this guy doesn't really want anything. He just wants to know me. Like you're not yeah. coming at him with an angle, which I'm I'm assuming like in L.A. That's probably a bit of a problem. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of hustlers. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. You know, I'll learn to adapt. That's part of being a human. I was going to say to speak to your experience with like just hanging out with people. That's like the best, like having been on, like done a tour and played a ton of shows. Like when I've traveled the best, like just hanging out with some, like one of the musicians from the show lived locally. And so we all hung out at his place and he made guacamole and we watched Star Trek and played with his dogs. Yeah. Never once spoke about music. It was great. Yeah. You know, that's the kind of shit I like doing. What episodes of Star Trek did you watch? Oh God, man! It I it was next gen because like why else would you watch anything else? Um, uh, Deep Space I can't Nine remember. Amazing. At this, I mean, this is true. That's 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 like next gen and DS Nine are both S tier. You know, we want to go tierless. Yeah. Uh, I cannot remember the episode honestly. I was really stoned at the time though, so you know, I uh, I remember Star Trek and Guacamole. I just yeah. finished season five of my Deep Space Nine rewatch uh, at 7 a.m. and on Tyler Brown's couch today. Nice. <laughs> so I haven't watched DS9 like since I was like 12. Dude, see, that's the thing. Like I've been rewatching all the tracks because I haven't seen them since we were fucking children, you know? Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh, it's amazing how much shit I missed as a kid, especially with DS9. There's a lot of socio-political like commentary on yeah. what was going on then. And really it all, a lot of it applies to us now too, yeah. especially a lot of the, the racial and, and uh, LBGT rights and things like yeah. that. Like there's and a lot I've, of valid I've rewatched, commentary. 
I've rewatched uh, Next Gen recently, mm-hmm. and like it was even better than I remember it being. Like, oh, and it, yeah. hel- it held up so well. And I'm would not. I need to watch DS Nine. I did go back and watch uh, Voyage. Some of most of Voyager, but mainly the ones that had the Borg in them, because those were the only episodes I really cared about. The, the Voyager rewatch is coming after I finish DS Nine. I got two more seasons. What is DS Nine short for? Deep Space Nine. Deep Space Nine. That was okay, what, yeah. the fourth or third Star Trek series? Uh, it was third after Next Gen, right? Yeah, it was technically third after Next Gen. Or, no, it was fourth after Next Gen because you had original series, animated series. Oh, yeah. And then Next Gen, the Deep Space series. Nine. Yeah, and then Voyager, Enterprise, and all the new stuff we have now. I can't imagine I'm the only one who forgets about Star Trek, the animated series. It's pretty bad. The only reason I know (laughs) it exists is from memes that they make from screenshots of it. I didn't, (laughs) I couldn't find it on Netflix or anything. I was like, I don't need to watch this. This It's fine. I think, I think you're okay. Yeah. The original series is hard to watch. Yeah. Yeah. It's terrible. It's the worst Star Trek I've ever seen is the original one. (laughs) Did you, did you, Patrick, did you watch any of the movies? the the star trek movies that they made in like the past like five years oh yeah absolutely fans i liked them uh well i don't like the new ones i didn't like i didn't like into darkness the one with with benedict cumberbatch i thought was kind of shit i i enjoyed that one i thought the first one was a masterpiece like when captain kirk was being born and there's they're fighting the this uh, they're not the klingons but they're fighting this the romulans yeah the romulans and their his dad is you know runs the ship spoiler alert yeah dude i thought that was sick and i was like oh i'm hooked this is gonna be great and i I just feel like that series is fizzled out and i don't know why i hated that movie so much (laughs) you can shut the fuck up dude you're wrong (laughs) i i'm not surprised that john hated that movie i thought i mean i thought it was okay i thought into darkness was dog shit and i thought beyond was pretty great see if as a Star Trek movie, I hated it because it was a garbage Star Trek movie. But as a, just an entertainment movie and take like any kind of like canon or lore out of it, it was great. It was a good a good time. My my issues were that J.J. Abrams wanted to make Star Wars and it was so incredibly obvious. So he turned Star Trek into Star Wars until he could actually make you know, Star Wars. do a shit tier job at Star Wars. Yeah. So he did shit tier Star Trek first. Yeah. I love Next Gen too much to to not in, to enjoy it. And it too, it like it like retconned the entire canon. I mean, not and really. That, that bothered it, that bothered me. It didn't I know retcon- it created like an alternate yeah. timeline, but but it what's felt weird? Cheap. What's weird is Picard is like part of that. So like, uh, have you watched Picard yet? No, not yet. So like, he talks about the destruction of Romulus, and so like it ties. That into happened the- though in Nemesis. Did it? Yeah, remember like ne- Star Trek Nemesis. That was the last. Was it Nemesis? Yeah, it was Nemesis. The last uh, next gen film. The one, that they the made. one, the one where Tom Hardy was. Uh, the, yeah, the, the clone of Picard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's was, right. That was the whole part of that. Was he was one of the Remans or whatever trying to, yeah, uh, get back at the Romulans, and so he blows up Romulus. Yeah, that's right. So. 
it like it did like I said it did you or you said it didn't it didn't retcon it entirely but it was just like oh guys what if it happened this way and it felt a little too like you know the kid waking up at the end of seven seasons of a TV show and being mm-hmm. like oh that was all a dream <laughs> yeah yeah I see what you're saying you guys are very deep in the Star Trek universe <laughs> I mm-hmm. love it man I, oh, it, yeah. I, it, that's like ninety percent of what we did like hanging out it was either playing Halo or talking about or watching Star Trek yeah. 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 So we grew up like a few houses down the street from each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, back in the the dark oh, times. Incredible West Lafayette, Indiana. Yeah, the the dark times of Klond- <laughs> the dark Klondike time. Middle School and Harrison oh, High School. <laughs> uh, I saw, I hung out with Rachel Cheeseman this past weekend for the first time since we were in high school. And all we did was talk about how f- fucking awful Klondike was, dude. So Every bad. time I hang out with anybody from there, it's like 99% of it is just like, how did we survive this, this place? This place sucks. Yeah. That, so, and I went back for uh, our, a mutual friend's wedding uh, a few years ago. And I had, I was really excited to go to hang out with him and to see, like, go back and, like, go to all these different, like, places that I used to go. And after about two and a half days, I remember saying to him, I was just like, man, you know, like, I, like, I'm still thrilled to be here. I'm excited to see you. But, like, God, I forgot how oppressively depressing this place is. Cause, like, I, like, once I had gone to, like, Triple X and gotten a burger and gone somewhere else, <laughs> yeah, I was just like, Wow, I forgot this place sucks. Yeah, I went to I went to Dog and Suds and I was like, Well, I'm ready to I'm ready to go home now. <laughs> <laughs> Dog and Suds definitely when if you ever go to Indiana, you should go to Dog and Suds. You would like that, Rick. I don't know. Chili, I'm not best in, chili dogs ever. I'm not entirely sure I'll be making it out to Indiana. Yeah, there's I, really I no there's really no reason for you I, to I just actually flew out to uh the Midwest this past weekend my best friend bought a house in des moines iowa and i drove a u-haul from minneapolis down to des moines and it wasn't it wasn't terrible like des moines a really clean des moines excuse me is a very clean nice city and the people are incredibly friendly like so nice so nice. i've heard i've i've heard only good things about iowa i have never personally been there but my dad coached at a school there for two years and my fiance is from Sioux City, so like northwestern Iowa. Okay, uh, I've heard good things. I've heard Sioux City is is nice. That but the entire downtown smells like uh, cow shit because it used to be stockyards right yeah, along the Mississippi that, River. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, but no, the, the the it's I enjoyed it. I don't know if I would live there. I, I, I was trying to talk the ladies like, listen, we could move out there. We could buy a dope ass house for like two hundred fifty, three hundred thousand dollars. And then I, when I landed in PDX and she picked me up from the airport, I looked at the mountains like, fuck that, dude. What was I thinking? That is, <laughs> that is, I am not moving out here. There's no way. There's no way. Uh, you know, and plus they were talking about how it was a mild winter. I was talking to this, this <laughs> dude, I, I was staying at a hotel and he's like, yeah, the winters are really, you know, compared to Minnesota, they're very mild. And I was like, compared to what, yeah, dude? No like, shit. I live in it. Just, it just, it just, it just rains a lot in in Oregon. Like, then that's oh, shitty yeah? enough. But I'll just fly to Arizona. You, you don't the get desert. You don't get snow or anything in the wintertime? time. Uh, like, like. 
we get snow like every two years. And then when we get snow, it is the it is a disaster, an absolute <laughs> disaster. They don't know how to plow the roads. Yeah. Like we got a freezing rainstorm. We lost power. Some people lost power for like a week, 10 days. I was, I was only out in my place for like, I don't know, two days. Um, man but it's texas was texas was fucked over by some snow recently did you see that shit oh oh yeah man i definitely did it was it was wild it it it, uh, completely crippled their infrastructure and their power their power grid they had well they crippled themselves but yes they did i can you know i i I love texas as a as a as a texan myself it's it's a very texas saying fuck you guys man we got our own grid uh so also they don't have snow shovels in their hardware stores (laughs) no (laughs) no but it's not supposed to snow in texas but you know with climate change happening that's uh you know this is this is the new normal so yeah which is which is crazy but you guys get you have shit weather up there oh so much shit weather in indiana (laughs) uh it's actually been real nice the last few days it's been clear and sunny and 65 degrees but usually around this time it's just rain 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 and then it'll be hot all summer and then it'll rain during the fall and then it'll be snow it's just like you know there's like a a week a year where we get nice weather (laughs) well that's why you're moving to california you're coming out to the best coast all the time and even if it's shitty i'll have legal weed to not give a fuck so like it's not legal out there (laughs) uh just two years ago we finally were able to buy liquor on sundays so no weed's not legal here what yeah oh dude fuck that yeah yeah is it so in iowa uh this is the midwest man it's kind of a mini mini bible belt um oh oh yeah they're they sell cbd and when i went into a cbd shop just for like shits and gigs and this lady's like talking about full spectrum and she's got this hippie voice and she's like you know like i don't know if you're familiar but there's like this is a derived from an indica strain and that means in the couch i was like listen i was like I, i'm from oregon like i, I listen i've been smoking <laughs> yeah. weed since i was 16 years old uh, religiously and then i you know had a bad trip and i had to mellow out on that shit for a while but like i, yeah. I know what i'm talking about and <clears throat> we found out i found out through talking to her it's not a um like a ballot initiative state i'm probably saying the wrong thing but the the people aren't able to bring issues to the ballot to vote on so it's probably never going to get passed like if you sign a petition or whatever like we we put Mm -hmm. weird shit on our ballots all the time we vote on them in minnesota and iowa and i think a few other probably indiana as well you're not allowed to do that which is Uh, yeah pretty pretty messed up yeah that is that's Uh, that's super lame we we have cbd shops out here uh and they sell something called delta eight which is like it's thc but it's like a different like part of the marijuana plant so it's not technically illegal yet Mm -hmm. uh but essentially it's like diet weed almost (laughs) like diet weed (laughs) yeah yeah like you smoke the delta eight and like a lot of people like it because it'll get them high without getting them paranoid or like too fucked up you know Mm -hmm. and like i've tried some of it and it definitely gets me higher than cbd but not as like diet weed is the best way to describe it really it's just like 
when you want weed, but in a, I don't know. It's good in a pinch, but I, they're trying to make that illegal now, too. So. Uh, just to confirm that signature thing, that is true. Indiana is one of 24 states that do not have initiative and referendum. Thus, Indiana citizens cannot qualify a ballot measure for the statewide ballot through collecting signatures. That, so, I knew it. Yeah. So it's a great yeah. place. You're not going to be able, like, the chances of that getting on the ballot are so slim to none because the, I mean, I'm, I would assume that the people would want, I mean, shit, Freddie Gibbs is from Indiana, you know, yeah. he got the fuck out. I love Freddie Gibbs, man. Uh, our only chance really is if the, if they federally legalize it, you know, I don't Which, think that's not going to happen. I'll be long gone before that happens. So. Maybe, maybe in like the next 10, 10 to 20 years, I think yeah. like, at least, like at least 10, but like just big pharma and the, the amount of uses, it really oh, yeah. has a potential to be a large disruptor for a lot of pharma pharmaceutical drugs well you know we're we're a big pharmaceutical state too uh eli Lilly, uh their headquarters is actually their headquarter building is probably like two blocks behind my house uh and you know they they make all like almost all the pharmaceuticals you buy uh we also have cook out here too who also makes a lot of pharmaceuticals so i mean they're there's a lot of reasons why we're not going to see legal weed here for a long time yeah yeah but i mean it's weed's never been hard to vibe to buy no not not at all Mm -hmm. i got people and we're surrounded by it like michigan illinois is both uh recreational uh ohio is medical i think uh and nobody wants to go to kentucky anyway so fuck it uh you know yeah yeah which you know it's it's actually awesome though like just like to think back when i was like 18 you know, whatever, early on in college. And the one thing we would always complain about when we get all like stones, like, man, I just wish I knew what kind of weed I was getting. Like, I just, you know, I don't know. Is this train wreck? Like, I don't know. I'm always, you know, I kind of miss that now, but like, you know, like the sommelier experience, yeah, the, the, the the mystery (laughs) weed where it's like, all right, like how, if, if once we finish this bowl, are we going to be like, freaking the fuck out are we just gonna be couch lock like what's going on you know i miss yeah, that as, as someone with an anxiety disorder i am very happy of that that i can avoid those kinds of weeds no i miss yeah. it and you know you know what else is fucked is after it became legalized i pretty much stopped smoking like i think that's just because i'm a contrast like you know what now now everyone's gonna do it like fuck this like you know <laughs> I, I don't know why i'm that way but it's it's ridiculous this every now and again, I'll I'll buy a J, you know. Yeah, some pretty potent shit. But I stay away from edibles, man. How about you? I've had too many bad uh, little edible trips. I love the edibles, but I have definitely had some like edible panic attacks before. But that's just because uh, my stomach is bigger than my common sense. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and. Uh... I, I've been doing a lot of the the dabs, you know, the wax. Uh, I wish my dab rig was in here with me. I left it outside uh, on the coffee table, but that's fine. Oh, no, no worries. So what, like, <clears throat> we're, uh, dude, I don't really, I did, I got, I did a bunch of dabs in college. I, my, my neighbors used to, they were huge dabbers, right? Mm-hmm. And um, 
I guess for the listeners that don't know, like a dab is where you take the, this this weed wax and you put it on like a bowl piece and you take a like a like a torch essentially and you heat it up and then you take a hit of it. And yeah. it's super concentrated THC. So you just blast off into the universe after yeah. you take I call this. I call it getting vaccinated. Yeah, you get waxed. You go you you I mean you 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 take off. You you enter a different <laughs> realm sometimes. And my neighbors stopped dabbing and I would go over there and dab with them on occasion. And um, they're like, we don't remember like winter term. I don't know how we passed our classes. Like we don't really remember shit. So it's like, time. we're just going to smoke regular weed now. And it only took me dabbing like one or two times and having like a freaking panic attack and just so much paranoia. I would be in my room, like under my covers because this, is this my new reality now, man? Like it wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> a good time. But also, uh, as someone with an anxiety disorder, I avoid dabs like the plague. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that makes sense. Uh, that makes me feel that. What's your What's your worst like weed trip? I don't know. Uh, I had one. I had a pretty bad panic attack from uh, some Alfredo that I made with like uh, weed olive oil. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was like maybe like a few months ago, and I just kept thinking I was having a heart attack, dude. Oh shit! And I was like, you know, I'm 31 years old. I'm fat. Like <laughs> I, I could be having a heart attack right now. This, this is highly possible. Both sides of my family just run rampant with heart disease and blood pressure terribleness. Like, and I just was like, then I was like, oh, I can't breathe. And I was like, breathing, that's a sign of your heart dying. Like, <laughs> like, you know, like I just like I had to have a, I had to have a friend call me and calm me the fuck down. Friends are the best, man. Like yeah. when you're especially when you're going through a little self-induced panic attack, they can. I have a show that I watch that calms me down, too, uh, that I put on and that helped out. What's the show? I don't know. If- uh, curb your enthusiasm oh dude i love curb your enthusiasm <laughs> uh, the, just watching larry david just fucking piss people off there's just something about it that takes me out of any anything i'm thinking or experiencing i don't know it's one of those shows where i can just immerse myself and i'm just like there's i don't have any problems right now larry has problems <laughs> larry has all the pro- i just any I've only seen a few episodes, but the one I did was where he opens up a, I think it's a spiked coffee shop or something like that. And then, uh, yeah, that's uh, the most, that was like the last season. It's so funny. And and everyone, <laughs> and then other celebrities start opening up like spite restaurants and stuff to just piss people. <laughs> Jonah Hill's in there. He's like, yeah, I opened yeah. up this sandwich shop because these guys fucked me over. And you know what? Like I'm done acting. Like this is what I do now. It was, it was, uh, it's, it's great, dude. I, I'm a huge fan of Larry. He's a comedic genius for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You, you, uh, watch any of like Danny McBride stuff like Eastbound and Down? Oh yeah. Eastbound and Down. Uh, Vice Principals was amazing. Oh, I love that show. The most recent one, uh, the gems, the righteous gemstones. That was so super funny. Oh yeah, the, he he plays the same character in pretty much everything he's in, and I but it works. I don't so care. Well. I need to. Yeah. I want to see more. Like, yeah, Eastbound and Down. I think I've seen that series like probably three times, and it's like it's such a dark. It's a really really dark comedy if you yeah. sit back and think about it, and it's just this, oh yeah. 
this like Kenny Powers is like my favorite character of all time. I, I oh, love yeah. that guy. It's it's a great series, man. Um, <clears throat> yeah, dude, I, I I didn't. I like that you're a, a big show watcher. Like, a, like, it seems like you like a lot of films. What other what kinds of other films or shows you you watch now these days? Oh man, I mean, I definitely been on a huge Star Trek kick, like we were talking about earlier. Um, I've been watching those new Marvel shows that have been coming out, like the the Winter Soldier and the Falcon show. Uh, I watched WandaVision. Um, I'm waiting for a new season of The Witcher. That show was super tight. You guys ever watch that? Oh man, I got. I got real deep into The Witcher. I thought it was fantastic, and I, I don't, I don't know. Is it is it based on a, a video game or uh, a book series? It's a book series that was turned into video games. Okay, uh, I played a little bit of the second game. The third one is super tight. One of the best RPGs I've ever played. I've heard but that. The show, uh, not this recent New Year's Eve, but uh like 2019 new year's eve i dropped a shit ton of i drop acid every new year's eve honestly like every other weekend that doesn't matter <laughs> uh uh i tripped super hard i came home from my new year's eve party it was freshly 2020 and i watched the entire witcher series in one sitting i watched it while the sun came up <laughs> how uh how and was... then i went to breakfast oh no how was that on acid terrifying i was gonna so say so dude i would be so scared if i watched that on acid i'd be like uh, i want to go to bed but i can't you know like yeah it still wasn't as scary as saving private ryan on acid what why movie. the fuck would you watch that on acid i mean i don't know like i just wanted to see some nazis get murked but really you just see mostly americans get murked dude what's like the wildest film that you've watched on acid would that probably be it or have you watched like any like kubrick movies like i feel like eyes wide shut would be really apocalypse now probably uh i had a phase where i where i watched apocalypse now every single day at least one time every day for like six months straight and there was one day that i dosed super heavy and i watched apocalypse now like three or four times in a row while i was tripping whoa (laughs) those are the dark times yeah man that's that's heavy shit like shit there's there's a scene in saving private ryan that i still can't watch when they kill up him with the knife like that like yeah that's like my nightmare i watched that and they're like he's like pushing it down into him yeah dude that was like and there's that little bitch with all the ammunition just sitting in the doorway crying i was like fuck you i was a little dude my parents let me watch that when i was like like 13 10 or 30 i was way <laughs> too fucking young man that movie scarred me yeah they just, just didn't want me to join the military <laughs> well fair i think that's why my dad let me watch band of brothers when i was so young he's like oh yeah you think you think the army's cool well here's band of brothers and i was like yeah i want to jump out of airplanes and kill nazis <laughs> every day he was like well we don't do that anymore yeah man yeah i, I still every now and again like i'm too old now but like probably once a year i'll be like man i, I should have joined the military should have just i'm I sh- glad i didn't i am too shit, but like at the same time it's so badass like the, the way they market the military like the commercials they're just doing the most badass shit and you're like dude yeah but what those commercials don't tell art. you is that you're but, getting mega ptsd <laughs> oh yeah for sure 
I was gonna say you're proving their point for marketing with that. No, hundred yeah. percent. It's 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 marketed. It's marketed. It's good marketing. It's marketed it's, to it, me. Yeah, people like it's, me. It's crazy. It's people. good. It's good marketing for sure. But they don't tell you about all the PTSD and problems you're gonna mental issues you're gonna experience afterwards, and how most of the time they're not gonna help you either, and they're gonna leave you to die in the streets, maybe homeless, and yeah. Most of the time, yeah. Angry and addicted to okay. usually alcohol because uh, a lot of the military friends I have, huge, huge alcoholics because they don't let you do anything else. They don't let you smoke weed or anything. So they're just getting pissed drunk all the time when they're overseas. Anytime they have leave, they're just getting blacked out, you know, to beat down the feelings of murdering people for oil. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I killed kids, but I also killed a bottle of vodka. <laughs> I'm a hero. I don't know. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> it's fuck. Yeah, man. It's it's uh, that's the ugly truth of it all, really. You know. Yeah, we're still Is there. This bummer cast part two. No, we are getting off bummer cast. There'll be no more bummer cast. Yeah. <laughs> bummer cast. La- last week I went. On- Actually, it was just funny. I got a, a message from one of the listeners. And they said, thanks, you've ruined my life. There's this subreddit called like R collapse. R slash the collapse. R slash collapse. And it's yeah. just a place where people go to where there is like, they're just talking about like the collapsing ecological collapse, collapsing ecosystems, like uh, markets, ge- everything. Yeah, ge- yeah. Markets, geo, like bad things that are happening geopolitically, the Uyghur, like it's just a pages of news articles and scientific papers. And I found this and I loved it. I was giggling. I was like, fuck yes. Like this is the best. Cause I can watch, I can watch quite, or read quite a bit of that stuff and it won't affect me. But some of these people just stay on this all day and read these terrible things. And there's a a bit of like a defeatist mentality to it. Like Mm -hmm. since you showed that to me, I I check in probably like maybe once a week. I probably shouldn't have (laughs) for like, you know, an evening just like, Oh, how, Oh man, trivial things are happening. I wish man healthcare. And then it's just like, Hey, we're in the middle of a mess. Uh, another uh, mass extinction event and global warming's <laughs> happening and we're no closer to colonizing another planet and you're probably going to die from you know being too hot in about 20 years there's, it's great there's a new variant and then of i get off of there and i go back to my memes exactly yeah that sounds that sounds depressing yeah uh, well no I, I yeah i like i just like to know what's going on but it's yeah. like it's it's stuff the news isn't really talking about because it's not sexy or yeah. it's like maybe too real but um yeah it's it's one of those things where i like to don't don't go on that sorry i shouldn't have told i should need to stop talking about it honestly Sue, you're not a big redditor are you i really uh, am not uh it's just i don't know i've never been a message board person like i wasn't into 4chan or anything like that either i uh I don't know. I'll look at it sometimes, but it just seems so big and full of information that like, if I need something, it's a great tool, but I'm not like constantly looking through it, you know? Yeah. Reddit's really good for like doom scrolling. Like you were talking about Rick or just like absolutely just killing time like that or Twitter. 
Twitter's really the best. Like, no, I don't I have to. a Twitter and I don't really use it. Uh, I really just stick to Instagram and Facebook. I'm a big Instagram guy. I don't understand like Twitter. Like Twitter is where I go because it's it's the tip of the sword. Like that's yeah. where shit. Like that's where things. Like when something crazy happens in the world like you'll find it on twitter first yeah always first yeah. right or uh, or reddit too like those but i just for some reason my phone's in and I, i'll just go to twitter i i use twitter to see what kanye west is up to dude what the, what is kanye up to bro i mean whatever the fuck he wants he's kanye west dude. <laughs> kanye west is one of my favorite people on he, the planet made, i love him he, he produced the blueprint he can do no wrong uh. <laughs> yeah man i mean right he's I, to be honest i'm not a big uh celebrity gossip guy but when, when i found out him and kim kimye was over i was like shit man kanye's gonna go I know, crazy dude. i was like kanye what are you doing she's her butt is just like i want i just i want it <laughs> that I sounds think, so i'm sorry i did i want it <laughs> kim hit me up i'm available <laughs> i'm not as Be crazy in, LA in a couple of years i'm not as crazy or successful as kanye west but i'm pretty good at eating pussy <laughs> <laughs> i'll eat ass too i don't give a fuck whatever you want you profited off of the murder of a white lady it's fine <laughs> dude i mean I, that's uh, where the kardashians got their money from you know it was like oj simpson was like i'm gonna kill a white lady and then now we have keeping up with the kardashians you know wait ex- excuse me sir sir <laughs> he's innocent the glove did not <laughs> it no. did no 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 the, this, this far <laughs> in, come on Rick. the glove did not fit he's totally innocent like it's far didn't he the, like come out with a book that was like i didn't do it, it but is, if i did this is how i, I would i'd have done it this way the book is the book is if i did it let me tell you something oj can do no, he's in the naked gun he's in the fucking naked <sighs> gun oj 100 percent innocent never did it like i have I, mean, okay. I have a juices loose shirt okay i've got the juice okay loose. it's like, fair i'll give oj this? credit when he somebody was talking about he, when he got vaccinated on twitter or he got to, when he got vaccinated recently on twitter he took a picture of that and somebody replied something about like you know like how come oj simpson can get a vaccine but my grandma can't you know, my like 85 year old grandma can't get a vaccine and he replied to him was just like did you rush for 2000 yards in a season <laughs> all right i will i will say this whether he did it or not he was accused of doing it and therefore the kardashians made their money off of a white lady dying whether he did it or not they still made their money off of that chick getting brutally murdered by somebody probably oj i mean i just i hope that i hope i hope i hope they're able to find whoever did that because that's i mean it's a <laughs> i mean I, they I won't think they, 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 won't. they did i think it's, a, but, it's they, they, i mean like it it'll but never hey, two, two degrees of separation between uh kylie jenner and liam neeson or leslie nielsen so yeah, that's that. true. Yeah, I'm just yeah, but uh, yeah, what I was saying, the man that made the naked guns is incapable of doing something so violent. And you know, he was in the Nordberg. He's Nordberg. And we also have to consider like that's one of the rare times in American history to where the the justice system got it right. They got it right. They did the right thing. <laughs> they, did, they did the right thing. I think this is this is going to be your new like hot take to end all hot takes. Because I feel like it's pretty 
fairly universal now like it was it was pretty split back then but like as time went on everybody's just like well shit OJ did do it (laughs) I mean I I just I don't see you know I feel like the jury was good I feel like the cops planted evidence like I just like I just one of the rare times in life I was like justice was um was was served you know the right man got away which is it's crazy it's so hard to believe that so I'm glad we all agree on this. <laughs> <laughs> Some something like that. Yeah. Hey yeah. man, as long as I can eat Kim Kardashian's booty, I'll save OJ's innocent. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> There's yeah, that's the, I mean, but you know, they're speaking of that, like how, how and we did get we did get Cuba Gooding Jr. as OJ. So that was pretty worth it. I never yeah. saw the people versus OJ. Oh, you it got to. It's it so good. ridiculous. It's, it's got so, da- it's it's got so David melodramatic. Schwimmer as got David Schwimmer as Rob <laughs> yeah, Kardashian. Robert Kardashian. <laughs> well, I gotta give it is it is it worth the worth the watch? I'll, I'll have to I'll have to yeah, check it it's out. Pretty yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I enjoyed it. Oh hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. Well, dude, we are actually out of time. Tell tell the people where they can find um your your album um if you have any tour dates socials all that stuff uh you can find my social media it's at pat murray comedy that's my instagram and my twitter uh i have an album uh it's called the fistful of drink tickets it's everywhere spotify itunes youtube uh tinder probably i don't know it's the album is everywhere uh, I also have a podcast. It's called Cook on High for 30 Minutes. Me and two other comedians, Alex Price and Mitchell Potts, we uh, find a frozen food and we usually have a guest. It's usually a comedian who's touring, uh, who stops by Indianapolis and uh, we get high and review the frozen food item of their choice. Oh, uh, that is so brilliant. Yeah, it's on. Uh, also, you can find that on Spotify. Uh, we go through Anchor, so it's on Anchor. I think it's on Apple too. So, yeah, those are all the things. Hey, well, if I'm ever in Indiana, Indianapolis, um, I'm gonna bug you because I want to come on that show. Yeah, please. Uh, and if I'm ever in Portland, uh, I'll let you know, uh, and you guys can come to a show of mine. No, I will. Yeah, I will. I'll hundred percent be there, brother. Anytime. Hell yeah yeah man well hey i appreciate it thank you so much yeah thank you and no problem man peace motherfuckers talk to you next week